let, let's just have a word of prayer um, to start off. Lord, we do thank you for just this opportunity this day to come into your presence in the, the name of our wonderful Saviour, Jesus Christ, and thank him for, at the outset, just for all that he has done for us, for his keeping grace and bringing us this far, thus far, and to just be able to gather on these Zoom meetings and just look to the Lord in the day in which we live. And I do pray, Lord, that you'll help us just to be encouraged in the word of God even today, that you will uh, just guide us in the word, help us to pray, intercede for us as we pray by the Holy Spirit, for we know not what we ought to pray. So, Lord, it's uh, just a wonderful privilege to come into your presence and seek your face this day. Thank you, Lord. Um, I was going to uh, just look at some verses in a psalm, and uh, it's actually Psalm 27. But just before uh, I do that, there's a verse that, that just jumped out at me the other day in Psalm 53. And uh, I never considered it before, but in Psalm 53, there's a verse, uh, number two, that says, God looked down from heaven upon the children of men to see if there were any that did understand, that did seek God. And it just suddenly struck me. The Lord looks down from heaven and looks to see if there's anyone who is seeking him and looks to see if there's anybody who understands the day that we're in, understands what's happening. And we are thankful for the word of God that does bring light and understanding into our lives. And we can conclude that the day we're in is an evil day. And that the Lord, when the Lord breaks into the day, it changes. It suddenly becomes one of light. Glorious gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ going out again with power. And if we understand the day that we live in and it turns us to seek the Lord, this is what the Lord wants. And this is the Lord's desire for his own people to seek him. And the Lord is looking down from heaven. And I just was thinking to myself, you know, the Lord looking down from heaven, looking throughout all the people that are his own, that are called by his name looking to see if there's anyone seeking him. Is there anyone in all the nations, all the countries, all the big continents, the cities, the towns, the countryside, the islands? Is there anyone today seeking the Lord? Well, there are. And it's just a privilege to be part of this little group of people this fellowship we have been going for some time now and seeking him and all that that means for the sinner who is saved by grace. We're called by his name and we can seek him. And didn't Solomon urge us 
to seek his face, to seek the Lord in the day in which we live. And the Lord helps us in his word. And that's why I just wanted to go to Psalm 27, uh, just to consider a few verses there. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? And it's just a wonderful start, isn't it? The, the psalmist, just as it's, it's lovely the way he commences many of the psalms. And there's lovely verses in this psalm. The Lord is my light and my salvation. He's everything to me. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Whom shall I be afraid? Well, I have to confess for many years, the Lord was not the strength of my life. I tried to be the strength of my own life. And it didn't work out that well. But thankfully, I can say the Lord is my light and my salvation. And the Lord is the strength of my life. And that's an ongoing work, isn't it? But the Lord helps us understand that we have no strength in ourselves. We are weak. The Lord is my strength. And the psalmist, it's amazing. I always find this a really amazing thing that the psalmist writes so many psalms and he's able to uh, praise the Lord, be encouraged in the Lord, extol the name of the Lord. And he's going through a hard time. He's being harassed in the desert. He's being sought after by King Saul or the Philistines, or he's been, you know, hold up somewhere, threatened his very life, just hanging by a thread. Yet he was the Lord's chosen one. He was the one whom the Lord chose. And I just find it amazing that this man, David, was able to write these psalms and encourage us in his trouble, in his time. And just going down to verse 8, it says, when thou saidst, seek ye my face, my heart said unto thee, thy face, Lord, will I seek. So David is definitely set out to seek the Lord, to seek his face. The Lord looks down from heaven to seek those who will seek his face. And as we come in these days seeking the Lord's face, and the Lord is able to use a people, a gathering of people in this concern of looking to the Lord. There are some things that we have to uh, just be aware of. And one of them is that the Lord, for those people who want to step up to the plate and seek the Lord, the Lord will search the heart and the Lord will try the reins. And he'll give every man according to his ways and according to the fruit of his doings. In fact, the Lord will try a person. Like, you know where it says in Psalm 105 about Joseph in the prison? Until the time that the word of God came. The word of the Lord tried him. He was, his feet were hurt with fetters and he was laid in iron. But he was there being tried. And this trial 
of our faith, as Peter calls it, is a must. It's something we have to go through. The Lord brings us through it. And not necessarily to prove anything in us, but to produce something in us, to produce something that we could not produce in and of ourselves. It's of God. And it's to produce a testimony of who the Lord is, of Christ our Saviour, a testimony that can affect others, that can go out with a gospel that can save. So it's uh, it's lovely to know that we're children of the Lord. It's lovely to know that the Lord looks down from heaven to those who are seeking him. But in seeking the Lord, we really have to go through uh, some situations in life that <laughs> are unavoidable. This, and Peter says the trial of your faith is being much more precious than of gold. It's, it's precious. Uh, though it's tried by fire. That uh, James also says the trial of your faith worketh patience. And I just feel in these days that as people would come aside and look to the Lord, that it's not just a bed of roses, it's not an easy path, but the Lord is in it. And that's a wonderful comfort, that the Lord is in it. Whatever the Lord brings us through, whatever trials, whatever waters, whatever fire he brings us through, the Lord is in it. It's of the Lord's will. Because he tries the reins. He searches the heart. And the Lord will have a people who are willing in the day of his power. And the Lord will do it his way. In the Lord's wisdom, he knows much better than we. The Lord will have a people who, when they call upon the name of the Lord, it will not just be out of... um, Just an experience that is very shallow. But the Lord brings his own people through things that change them. Joseph, when he was sprang out of that prison, was able to interpret the dreams. He was able to do the Lord's will. He seemed to know just exactly what to do. He seemed to know, you know, to say to Pharaoh, you know, you need to store up grain for seven years. Because there's going to be seven years of very, uh, very strong famine. So going through the trial, going through the uh, fire with the Lord is the Lord's way. And at the end of the day, the Lord gets glory in it all. Um, the psalmist goes on to say in Psalm 27, in verse 11, teach me thy way, O Lord, and lead me in a plain path because of mine enemies. And we would pray that ourselves. Lord, lead us in a level path. In the path that we take in this walk as we're seeking your face and looking to the Lord in these days, lead us in that path that leads to you, that leads to the Lord. And in verse 13, David says, 
I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Such is the pressure and such is the difficulties that one might have to go through or you could already have been going through them. You could have passed through the fire. You may have in your life gone through many trials and temptations and come through. And the psalmist is very realistic, isn't it? He says, I had fainted unless how weak we are. <laughs> when, the, when it comes down to it, we have no strength and we would just faint. But, but the Lord, it's the Lord's will, it's the Lord's work that we're involved in. And we would faint unless we believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. This side of eternity, this side of the grave, we're looking to see the goodness of the Lord. We're looking to see the Lord himself, his face. We're looking to see revival, the Lord pouring out his Holy Spirit upon us. We're looking for this and the Lord is the one that brings us through. The Lord is well able. And it's so lovely in the scriptures when we read of all those people who the Lord brought through the trial, brought right through to the end. And they were faithful because God is faithful to his word. It says in verse 14, wait on the Lord. Be of good courage and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. These are days of waiting on the Lord. These are days when we can expect to come up against issues and obstacles in our path. But be of good courage. It's the Lord's work. It's the Lord's will. He's the one that will strengthen us. He'll strengthen our heart. Even going through the very difficult trials. But when I hear your prayers, I know you've been through them. The Lord will bring us out the other side. Praise the name of the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus.